Raisin Man Arena. Welcome to Raisin Man Arena. Uh, today is uh, August 3rd of 2022. Recession is right around the corner. And me and Sam are here to walk you through it. What places to go to to buy all your products and tips and tricks for a fun night out in New York City while keeping it below budget. That's right. How to live on the cheap in Brooklyn. In Brooklyn. <laughs> I'm like trying to go to the, raise, the, the stream right now. Sorry. I'm, st- I'm Why still are you trying to go homework. to the stream. You don't need to so see I can what's see on what's the in the com- So I can see what's in the comments. You don't need to see what I put on the screen. You don't need to see how Uh-oh. I've arranged our faces on the screen. Uh-oh. Yeah. I'm, my face better be as big and prominent as yours, Flupe. Oh, wait. My audio setup is causing echo. Do you guys hear echo? Do any of you... Do you, Sam, hear echo? Or do anyone... Uh, I do not hear echo. All right. Well, so... Okay, if you're listening and you can't see our faces on the Twitch, you're going you're gonna to see two things. The first thing is Sarah's not here. Um, Let me ask you this, Flipate. Did Sarah ever confirm that she didn't want to do it? Like, did you speak with her privately? Because I just didn't hear back from her. Um, no, uh, neither her nor you answered to my text about whether or not we should do the episode. No, but I, but that was addressed to her. That was addressed to her. Uh, sure, but I said, hey, what do you guys think? And I didn't get a text back from you either. So, no, she didn't confirm, but, but you know, when Sarah doesn't reply, you know, I, I understand. I can read between the lines. I know I've known Sarah now for, what, three, four years, three years? I can read between the lines. If she's not answering... And I also know that she's on the one of the hardest production t- jobs of her life. Do you know about the shit she's doing, dude? A little bit. A little bit. Can you explain it? Are you allowed to? I don't to? know how much I'm allowed to explain, but it seems like it's really difficult. She she was... I don't know. Well, she was posting stuff about unclosed friends about all the shit that was going wrong. I guess... It was insane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was really funny. Yeah. And I knew yeah. going up to it that she's like... I don't know. Yeah, like there's all these problems, da da da. And then she's on the thing and she's like, uh, this actor's not showing up. The first AC's not showing up. <laughs> like, yeah, they, everyone has, it seems like everyone has COVID. Yeah, um, she was like the person who, the person uh, who like was giving us the location, the keys won't open any door in the house. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, this has never happened before, <laughs> yeah. but the keys don't open any door. Bro. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so I based on based on both her not answering and me knowing the context of her life right now, I figured, you know, Sarah has skipped the podcast for much less. So I yes, didn't really it's true. I really didn't need to push. It's true. Oh wait, what? Is Sarah on the chat or is that someone? No, that's me. That's me. Ah, okay. Why do you do that sneaky thing where you have Sarah's name as your username? Well, her name is Satan Wilson and mine is Satan Chilson. Yeah, um, but, but I changed it once, and I I've forgotten to change it back. Uh, I basically, see, I, see. I don't. I didn't mean to be sneaky this time. I meant I'm coming as myself. It's okay. Um, I forgive you. Yeah. Well, the thing that that's interesting that she that the whole shoot that she's working on brings up is basically that like, e- companies like like. Hulu and yeah, Netflix let's get into it. Let's get into it. This is the shit we like. This is the shit we like. 
is like that they're asking people to make like like big production style television and videos but for indie style budgets that's right and then they're hitting up indie people to make the the good shit for indie style budgets and it's like that's fucked up right because we've all we've all painted ourselves into a corner by showing the industry that we can make good stuff for cheap so now they just want us to make stuff for cheap that is so motherfucking true dude that is so true. All right, Felipe, let's make some sound, <laughs> some funny sounds and do some funny voices. No, no, dude. Dude, it's so true. It's so true. And no, I mean, hey, we've talked about it before. I mean, how much they pay you for each one of the daps? $10. $10 per dap. $10. That's right. Yeah, and Dave, if you're listening right now, you have to check your email, okay? Because I've been I sent you some scripts and you haven't gotten He's back, back to me. He's back from vacation. He's back uh, okay. from vacation. Guys, this is a little bit of backdoor dealing we're doing here. If you don't know, we, you, we're not even going to tell you who we're talking about, but these are names that are very relevant to our everyday. Um, he's back from vacation. I was trying to get a hold of him. He said, I'm back from vacation. I'm going to be at my desk. And good for him. Everyone, you know, it's like, I'm on vacation right now. That's the second thing you'll notice. We're on a Google uh, meet. Yes, we are. We and, are. And I got to say this, Sam. In about 30 minutes, you're going to have to start a new Google Meet because the Google Meets have an hour limit. I thought it was only if you have more than one person, more than two people. For real? I think so. If it's just two people, you can go as long as you want. No way. So we have infinite Google Meet right now? We have infinite Google Meet. This is the kind of thing you learn about in the IT industry after five years in the IT world, like me. I cannot believe it. This is like the land of milk and honey. Yeah, drink it up, man. Drink it up. <laughs> Play with some of the features. Sure, I was thinking that I was gonna have to wait for you to make another Google Meet, and then I'd have to like reset up the whole thing and kind yeah. of vamp on the Twitch while you were gone. What is in the background? Are those your diplomas? <laughs> my mom has hung up the, all the diplomas that the family has. So, like my sister's <laughs> college diploma, her diploma for college. That's she's calling it the Wall of Knowledge or something like that. That's so cute. Yeah, I'm at home. That's cute. I'm in my parents' house in Connecticut. It's funny because I would have put up the the Caribbean background for something like where you are right now, Mm. but you've decided to show (laughs) show the diplomas, but then put up the Caribbean background for the wall in your apartment. (laughs) Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Usually on Zoom, I have a Bahamas background that you know Zoom does a sort of automatic. But to my knowledge, Google Meets doesn't do that. Oh, okay. And Zoom does have a time limit. It has a 40-minute time limit. Yes, that's true. Um, so, you know, if people, if people want to, you know, people see that I'm a bougie, uh, higher education, <laughs> we come from a middle-class family where everyone has a college degree, then, you you're, know. You're proud of your middle-class status. So be yes. it. And look, there's a globe. <laughs> yeah. it, this looks, it's like a painting. There's like a... a <laughs> Uh, uh, what do you call it like a globe of the planet it's like a painting from the renaissance hmm. he must be sitting in front of his wall of knowledge yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um what's been going on while i was gone will and i watched uh sympathy for mr vengeance what is that that's like the first of the um park <laughs> that that korean director park and then his first name I could shoot give a guess at his Bro, first try name try it out try it out <laughs> it would be kind of, <laughs> give it a it'd shot be, it'd be I'd be shooting from the hip yeah 
Um, wait, wait, is he? What is his other films? Is he? What are his other films? Old boy. Ah, I see. I see. I see. So he made this trilogy called the Vengeance series, and Old Boy's the middle one. Is there one with and a th- dog in the name? The old dogs never bark. Sleeping dogs never bark, or barking dogs. Never I don't bite? think so. Or is that a different Korean director? I don't know. It doesn't matter. I don't Just know. tell me. Tell me what you were gonna tell me. Yeah. Uh, it's really so. It's really really Park Chang Wook. I see. Um, is the director's name, and. It's really good. We watched over a series of two nights because Will is, gets very sleepy and he has mm. to go to bed at around 9.30. That's right. Um, so we watched over two nights and it's very funny and very dark, like dark. Like the violence in it is very, I know. Can you believe a combo like that? Felipe, funny? this would blow your, oh, wait, 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 blow your mind. It's funny and it's dark? Yeah, it's kind of Tarantino-esque, but I'd say more art film than Tarantino. But he, um, it's Tarantino in the sense that there are these very funny moments and then juxtaposed with these moments of really, really like disturbing violence, like violence depicted in this way where you're like, oh, it's not, that's not funny or entertaining. You're telling me that a Korean film has stylized hyper violence? Mm hmm. Mm -hmm. unheard but it's not it's not i would say it's not hyper violence it's like more like uh realism or something like that describe a scene of violence to me from the movie so i can Um, get a sense of what you mean yeah there's a moment where a guy is he takes out another guy into a river and the guy's like shivering and he's really cold and he's like all tied up Damn. And this other guy's like, I know you're a good guy, but you know what? Like, I have to kill you. Mm. And then the guy's like shivering. And then the one guy just like dunks under the water. And you don't see him for like like a 20 seconds. And then the guy who's shivering like starts screaming. And then the other guy pops up. And the guy's like still screaming and, and Wait, so the, um, so the, shaking. The, the, the guy who's about to kill the shivering guy dunks into the water. Yeah, he goes under the water. He takes a, pre, a pre-murder dunk. Yeah. And then he pops up and the guy's like screaming and writhing around. And then it goes to a shot of his, of the guy who's been tied up his ankles under the water. And you see that they've both been sliced. Oh, okay. I don't need this. It's awful. And it's really, really graphic and horrible. Laura's saying barking dogs never bite his Bong Joon-ho. That's why you don't try, you know, you don't, you don't, you don't take a shot in the dark like that. Park Chang-wook is this guy and he's pretty good so was it a, did, did you like who it? did bon, what else did bong jang woo do no bong joon ho <laughs> is that parasite is that the parasite dude is that the parasite guy yeah well we're gonna have he did to parasite work. yes ah, and he did okja yeah this guy's a little more mass i'd say this 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 guy's bong more mass Joon-ho. oh yeah bong he's more mass. Is more mass than yeah okay i see, I see, I see. did he, you like it I liked it. I'd seen it before, uh, but I wanted to see it with Will. Will really wanted to see the new Prey movie, which is coming out this Friday on that? Hulu, which is like, you know, the Predator and Alien series? Sure. So there's like Alien and there's Predator, okay. which is like another alien that hunts the Predators. Well, Wait, there's Alien and there's Predator and the Predator hunts the Alien. Yeah, they're like another kind of alien that like hunts the alien. Okay. aliens. Okay. They're coming out with a thing on Friday where it's called Prey, and it's the pr- 
predators are encountering Native Americans <gasps> in the New World, like for the first time. <laughs> Wait, so and, so so hold on though. The predators are from outer space, correct? Yes. So the entire Earth is the New World to them. Yes. But on top but of that, they're also going to the Americas. Yes, they're going to the Americas. And they're arriving and they're saying, this is a new world. They don't say that. They don't say that in the trailer. Sure. This is a new world. They, because they, but it's not like they were in Europe first and they're like, okay, I'm getting used to this. And now they go to the Americas and they go, whoa, there's a, a whole other continent here. Yeah, they bring smallpox blankets. <laughs> no, so they just come from space and this is the... They just come from space and they're... they're um, the Native Americans start to like fight back. It's kind of the thing. <gasps> That's interesting. Yeah. Well, because Predator is the movie with the eighties movie with Arnold Schwarzenegger, right? That, yes. That's what the and those aliens are like vaguely tribal, aren't they? In their yeah, they have like dreadlocks, right? So, so then it's sort of like, and so do the so I guess you don't know because you haven't seen the movie. You they don't know should if be Native teaming up because they're they're all third world, is what you're saying. Yeah, kind of like third world nation. Correct. Yeah, and rise up against the, the first yes. first world. Yes, yes, yes. Um, I wonder if that's what happens. Yeah, because I'm trying to think about what the kind of signifiers. What are the different? You know what I'm saying? What does the predator represent? Yeah, I haven't seen the I mean, movie, so I don't know. I've seen the Alien versus Predator movies. I've never seen the 80s one. So, but I know that in the lore, the Predators are supposed to like be killing the alien. They, they were like designed or, or are there the whole thing about their like species is they're killing the aliens because the aliens represent this like existential threat to all life in the universe. Mm. The xenomorphs. Um, so they're kind of good. And so at one point in the Alien versus Predator, the humans team up with the predators to kill the xenomorphs. Interesting. So the predators were designed? Who designed them? They're not designed. They're just like really good at killing, okay. I guess. But it's not like they have a kind of uh, kind of existential purpose. Not like someone put them on the, on the... It's not like a god or a kind of designer created them to fight the xenomorphs. I don't think so. Do you need that? In your world, do you, do you need something like that, like mm -hmm. a god? To well, design? you know why? Because I'm now thinking, what is what were humans put on? The watchmaker. We need the watchmaker to wind up the watch. That's correct. If you saw <laughs> a sandcastle in the sand, you would not think that sprung up by itself through natural selection. You would think a, a creator has made this. Yes. Yeah. That's true. Um, let me take a look. Anyways, me and Gabby are doing really well. That's good. <laughs> That is so good, man. I'm really happy for you. I'm happy for you. Now, you and Will got girlfriends. All I got to do is find the love what? of my life, and then we're off to the races. <laughs> we're off to the race. What, did you, what have you been doing, Felipe? I'm hanging out with my parents. I'm in Connecticut. I've been skateboarding a lot. Uh, oh, we could talk about... Uh, we performed at a nudist... Nudist... Uh, oh, yes. Uh, retreat. Does Sarah care if we talk about that? No, only if we keep certain details uh, vague. <laughs> we performed at Got a nudist it. retreat. We were booked and we performed cool. at a nudist retreat. I mean, we were all posting yeah. about it on Instagram. I can ask Sarah later on. Um, Yeah, it was cool. I got to see all my friends naked and uh, there weren't any surprises. Were you surprised when you saw me naked, Sam? <laughs> um, No. 
I've seen you naked before. And well, it's, take me back to the first time you saw me naked. Were you surprised then? <laughs> um, no, I wasn't. What did you think when you saw my naked body? You know what I was surprised? Because as a, you know, as a man, you think, oh, I'm going to see my friends naked and they're going to have either huge penises or small penises and then I'll elucidate something about yes. their personality or I'll be like, wow, this whole yes. time you had a X, Y, and Z penis. But actually when I find out is everyone's penis looks about exactly the same. It's true. It's true. And I'll say, I'll go out on a limb and say, even for the entire nudist retreat, um, there weren't the, the like spectrum of penises when flaccid are, is very small. Like they all like are about us. The same same size. I will say this, you know, what gets you though. Once you start, you know, packing a little bit of, of fat around the penis, it, it does make the penis visually look a lot smaller. Yes. So there were a lot yes. of men, older men who I thought, damn. This, this guy's got a regular sized bird on him, right. but a, an oversized belly. Mm-hmm. Right. It's like, um, it's like wearing a parka. Yes. But you know that if you, you know, push the parka back. You, How do I hide myself you in this? I want to like hide. I don't know, but you should just, be silent for a bunch of time and just try to figure it out. <laughs> I do. I do really. I do really. I'm trying to. to oh my god! There's okay. A, there's no rush. There's a way. I'm sure. Kay says Prometheus is about how the aliens and humans were quote designed. So maybe. Huh. Yeah. I don't really remember. I all I remember about Prometheus is that really muscular, chalky guy at the beginning who uh, eats a little poison and then he dissolves into the river. And I thought, that's kind of crazy, but probably doesn't really mean anything. That doesn't mean anything. <laughs> <laughs> You're watching movies? That, You're watching that movies? That won't come up again. <laughs> and that is meaningless. <laughs> uh, okay. You know what? I'm just going to... I'm just going to do it. I mean, I'm just going to go with this anyways. Um, yeah. Well... I mean, I know, Felipe, you've had, you have, like, eating disorder issues and stuff like that, but you seemed pretty comfortable to be, like, naked, and it, it didn't seem like there was anything brought up about your body being naked. I was... Is that right? I was pretty uncomfortable in a lot of different ways. I feel like, I feel good how my body uh, looks, but, I, you know, it's like, it's, it's, it was like a, a thing in my mind. I just, like, I don't know, for some reason, it just, it was, I was able to do it, but it's like an extra level of, you're, like, on, it felt like you're on, like... Okay, DefCon. What's a what's a high DefCon level? Five. This yeah, it feels like you're on DefCon one the whole time. Mm. So it's like, oh, something's wrong. And you're like, well, I'm naked. Of course, something's wrong. I'm vulnerable. People can see me. My body's like exposed. To they it. can see if is trans like into your chest cavity because you're <laughs> right. <laughs> they can see my organs. I'm, I'm fucking around. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it is. You know, this time around, it was like. It was like a low level feeling of of like alert most and of the time. I mean, it wasn't unbearable. I mean, I had a lot of fun and we played paddle ball and stuff or pickleball and it was fun, yeah. but it was like a low like every time I came out of the pool, you know how when you come out of a pool you got, you know, you got your swimming shorts on and sometimes if yeah. you haven't tied them up well and then the water weighs it down, your swimming shorts come off and your butt crack shows or like a little bit of your penis shows and you go, "Ah," and you pull it back up. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> Yeah, you know that feeling so. of you like come out of the pool and you're like 
Oh shit! You, you have to check everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that. Or, yeah, or, or yeah. sometimes you come out too fast and water gets, you know, drags it down, and then it's like, oh my god, my cousin saw my ass. Yeah. So when I, every time I came out of the pool, I had that feeling where I was like, oh fuck, I'm naked, and I was like, of course, really, yeah. Mm. <laughs> I was like, oh my, people can see me. Mm. Yeah. That's and that's funny that you're on DefCon one as opposed to all the other times in your life in which you're really chill it's and not true, worried. It's true. It's true. It's <laughs> true. I know. I guess I'm always on DefCon one to three. Although Ben showed me this this Wim Hof breathing technique. Were you there when we were talking about it? Mm-mm. He was showing me how you do this Wim Hof. You know Wim Hof. He's that. I think he's Dutch and he goes to Antarctica and he's wearing shorts. That's kind of his vibe. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, also, if you're listening, if you're listening on the Twitch, is my sound only coming out of the left speaker? I guess you wouldn't know because people don't have that kind of speaker anymore, where it's like a left and a right speaker to both sides of the computer. Monitor. Someone's listening to this in the like Kanye style, like uh, his like listening room or whatever, in, like, where memoria. it's like a huge warehouse. They're in like Memoria listening. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, um. Yeah, he showed me this technique where you hyperventilate 30 times and then you don't breathe for a really long time and then you take in a big deep breath. Will had shown me this technique before and I tried it. feels great. makes me really calm. Hmm. Wait, Kate, you confirm? Oh, it is only coming out of the left. I don't know how to fix that. Let me see. Ah! Let me just take one second. It's very... Shouts out to the people listening to this on speakers. Let me see if I can get it to be... uh... Uh, do, 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 do. Um, is it now on both? No, it's not on both. Oh yeah, it's coming out of both, but it's panned mostly left. Yeah, I don't really know how to fix that. Honestly, it has to do with the mixer I'm using. Um, is it is it a problem for anybody? Is it bothering anybody? If it is, I'll fix it. But if it doesn't matter to you, it's no big problem. Okay. All right. Um. Yeah. So it was a good time. It was a good time. The interesting thing about penises is that they float. I discovered this going into the pool that like when you go in, your penis kind of wants to like float to the top. And if you snipped it off, it would float to the top and by itself, yes. which is not true of any other part of it's your like body. It's like you have I a think. pool noodle with its own flotation mechanics. Yes. Yes. That are aside from your body, the penis is not taking cues from your body in terms of flotation. It yes. has its own flotation priorities. I wonder when God, in all her her Correct. infinite wisdom, when she was designing the human body, why she would want the penis to float, or when the predators, the same, the same. Um, intelligent force that designed the predators. That's right. <laughs> that chalky, why, muscular why man. Just... <laughs> yeah. Mm. Couldn't imagine many reasons. Have you been feeling horny recently? Why do you ask? I was just thinking because you were saying how asking if the predators were designed to kill the the aliens, uh-huh. like that's like their purpose. And then I, I was thinking, I've thought before how sometimes like humans the like sex drive that they were given it's like too powerful for the thing that they need to do in life what we need to do in life mostly which is like send emails it's true yeah and it persists long past the time when it's useful to you yes yes it should we should be like cat when cats are in heat where like you're 
everyone's horny and it's only for like three weeks out of the year, you know? Yeah. And men should go through menopause too, where they just stop being horny at a certain point. Yes, I agree. Cool. And, and that should happen when they're 18. <laughs> 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 and then you live the rest of your life as this kind of celibate, asexual yeah. person. Yeah, like a single-celled organism. Yes. Uh, men should... I, how How relaxing would it be if men were like drone worker bees were like... We really had like one purpose, mm-hmm. you know, and it was like this one thing and then just carriers of DNA or something. Like in species when men are just there to like walk 15 feet and procreate and then like die. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then the baby That's, eats them. There's a fantasy imagine, in that. Yeah, imagine sure. you have a baby and then the baby, you just like lay on your back starfish style and the baby just eats the shit out of you. And you're like, I'm yeah. done. Yeah. yeah low key, it starts with your organs. Low key. That would be the move. If I could That's yeah. It's such a classic like stand up thing and it happened at the at the uh nudist retreat where uh, the joke of someone being like, uh yeah, well, you know, the praying mantis eats the the female eats the man's head after they have sex and it's like, ah, uh, sounds like my ex wife like or you know so- yes, <laughs> yeah, yes. something like that. Oh my god. <laughs> that is classic. No, but it's true, it's true. It would be nice if we could just I don't know. Be be sent be sent on a war to fight, you know, to fight Sparta or something like that, and then just just call it, just call <laughs> just it call a day. It. <laughs> you get eighteen good years, and then you get you know you get killed by a phalanx. That's it. That's all you need. <clears throat> Did you know? I'm gonna turn on the air conditioning in my room real quick. Okay. Uh, let's see what the comments are saying. Um, so people were telling me that it is panned to the left, but it's no big problem. And then Kay says, I think Sarah should take a week off once a month so Felipe and Sam can talk about penises. That's right. Dude, Sam, did you know that Sydney Sweeney was told not to bother auditioning for Euphoria, but she persisted in the best way? Whoa. <laughs> did, you get, did you just get an email about that? <laughs> no. It's on the Twitter <laughs> trending. Sydney... Sydney Sweeney dazzled the critics with her breakout role as Euphoria's Cassie Howard, but the star had to fight to get the role after she was told not to even bother auditioning. What? Man, it seems like that girl caught a lot of L's before she got the final W. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's funny. I saw her first on White Lotus. So then when I realized that she was on Euphoria, I was like, well, of course, because she was on White Lotus. So for me, she was like, already deserved to be on euphoria but she was on euphoria before she was on white lotus i know well it's i'm just saying it how it unfolds yeah interesting uh but yeah no it's crazy i um yeah that's that's what will happen to guys like us when when we get our television show it does make me think we have to keep going they're going to say they to told keep- Sam, they told Sam, no, you can't have a show on FX. And he persisted in the best way. In the best way. He kept <laughs> pitching different shows, different permutations of shows about his family and the French, you know, the simple town dynamic. <laughs> Until he yeah. broke through. <laughs> Until he broke through. But, you know, yeah. I don't, you know, it's, it's kind of frustrating to read that because you see her and you're like, well, of course, you know, she's, she's a, she's I know, a beautiful it's true. woman. You know, it's who, true. Who but was telling her you can't be on TV? It, uh, 
don't know. It's true, and also you see pretty people like every day of your life, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's like not that special to be good looking. I guess so. Or, or I often think that like, what's the difference between people who are, are like actors on television and people who are just like hot out in the world? I mean, one is one person obviously has like the delusion that they're like should be on television or want to be in entertainment or something like that is probably the thing that sets them apart. But like, yeah, I don't know. I think I don't think often about this. <laughs> that would be weird. But like, I think how like there's people in the ever out in the everyday world. You see people who are like, wow, that person's like stunning, um, but they're not like famous or anything. Uh, sorry, I got distracted by Kay saying I saw this and couldn't figure out why they told her not to bother. You know, we could click on the article and find out, but I have almost zero. Interest. We can click on it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Let's find out. Yeah. Why not? Let's do it. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see why. I'm gonna check my email. <laughs> okay. Should I accept the cookies or reject the cookies? I'm gonna accept them um, all. Accept them all this time, yeah. Okay. Accept each cookie into your life. That's right. Wait, hold on. Let me uh, let me get this screen on. Um, <clears throat> let's see how Sydney Sweeney overcame. And uh, hold on. I have a lot of DSA related. Really? Do you have to? Yeah, it's election season. Really? Wait. So there's a lot of within DSA, of DSA though, right? Stuff. I don't know. <laughs> I know. I think it's. Where's? I think it's uh like na- nationwide, but in New York there is and. Oh, I see. Like midterms? Is that what you mean? Who are you gonna vote for? We already voted. Bernie. Ah, that's. Park Jun Ho is the person I'm gonna vote for. Okay, but she persisted in the best way. Let's see. Last month, as the 2022 Emmy nominations rolled in for the creme de la creme performance in the TV business, one moment made waves. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, and she was crying. because She was crying in her car. She said, I got the Emmy. She was calling her mom. Mom. She was crying. That's so sweet. Did you not see that video? No. What was interesting about it was... It was they videoed it? Well, she was in the car uh-huh. calling her mom. She's in the passenger uh-huh. seat whoever's filming it is in the driver's seat but when you look at the window car's moving oh no no if you're filming and sydney's on the phone who's driving the car yeah yeah have you ever filmed and driven the car um i don't think so no i wouldn't do that blah 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 blah, i've written though i've have i've written and driven the car you know TV credit. I've done a TV credit. You've written and driven the car? <laughs> Making a joke about like, oh, have you ever filmed? And But I was like, no, I was like a TV. I was a t- writer though. Uh, on the show. Well, I like well. that. If you're on the Twitch, you can see the video, but here she is. She, she's in the car. She's calling her mom. Wow. Mom! You seen this? <laughs> mm-hmm. The car is fucking moving! The car is moving, yeah. She's, she's so happy. She's dressed sort of like a, um, like kind of suburban y. Mm-hmm, yeah. But the car's Come. moving! Through where? That's not even LA, is it? <laughs> she's in 
Baghdad. Hold on, hold on. I'll call you right back. She's in a armored vehicle in Baghdad. She's in a Hummer? In an interview with a Hollywood reporter, she revealed that getting to be in the HBO behemoth was anything but smooth sailing. In fact, the casting director even went so far as to say she shouldn't even bother auditioning. Hard to imagine. Unfortunately, Sweeney's agent had other clients who had tried out and was willing to pass along the script. And Sweeney seized the opportunity to make her presence known. After rehearsing the script with her mum, I guess this was written by a person from the UK. Yeah, she I guess so. She rehearsed with her mum. She sent her audition tape to the team. So it doesn't really say why the casting director said that damn imagine just having to eke a story out of this one anecdote <laughs> bro bro and imagine just trying to eke 10 minutes of a podcast out of reading that story that's great we're the lowest of the low we're like the bottom feeders of, of media because like we're taking someone took our story that is a non-story and managed to write an article about it Bro, and then we we found it and are making it into like thirty minutes of a podcast. <laughs> it really shows you how things can kind of s- contract and balloon in scope. It's true. In terms of <laughs> it's true. Yeah, matter can be created and destroyed. A simple thing can become such a beautiful. And you know where the magic happened? You know where the real magic happened? For that story, Where? it's when I accepted the cookies. Now that yes. website's tracking all yes. my data. <laughs> yes, exactly. exactly. <laughs> well, yeah, I guess uh, that's good for Sydney Sweeney. I would love to that if she was my girlfriend. Hmm. Yeah. Well, maybe we can make that happen. Yeah. If I could, if I could, I'd make it so, Felipe. Felipe reveals Sydney Sweeney said, Don't DM me, but he <laughs> no. persisted in the best way. <laughs> Felipe's agent told him to go in anyways. <laughs> go into the DMs anyways. If that isn't me, if that isn't me, oh, geez, Louise. How, um, how, what's up, Marissa's in the chat? Um, how have you been, how has your tweeting been recently? I haven't really been tweeting a lot. It's funny because I went, because, you know, I remember there used to be a thing between us where you thought that I didn't like, like your tweets enough or something. And, um, and so I went on your Twitter. I was like, I haven't been seeing Sam's tweets lately. I was like, are they not showing up? And I thought, I don't want Sam to think I'm not liking them. But then I saw you haven't tweet. I have liked your recent tweets and you just haven't been tweeting a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Gotta get back into it. I was yeah. on vacation, yeah. but uh-huh. even before that, I was like in a thing where I was posting cartoons so and i just wasn't tweeting a lot no i mean it's it's like the worst kind of treadmill it's a waste of time um i've yeah. been uh no i've been tweeting kind of dog shit that i i repeat a thing over and over no one likes it it's but it's you know it's a good time yeah <sighs> um soon i'm gonna break through into that 10k it's you know soon i've been grinding soon. Since for six years soon is gonna happen what do you think it is <laughs> Do you think you is it? Are you just not good at it enough? Yeah, I think I don't tweet stuff that's like uh, mass appeal enough. I think I'm I'm staying in a kind of alt register, too mm-hmm. too much of an alt register. Mm-hmm. I think that's probably it. 
you know, you look at Cameron Bradford's Twitter, each one of those jokes, you and your grandma could laugh at it. For me, I just, you know, I just write things like, uh, you know, I hate my life or, you know, yeah, I don't know. Being in my twenties is torture, stuff like that. It's like, it's kind of funny in a, in a, in a sort of non-joke kind of way, but you know what I'm you saying? You need to be, yeah, yeah, you need to be having set up on punchlines and stuff yeah. like that. Do you think I should change my avatar? Yeah, if you feel like it's stale, do it. I've been, for like maybe eight months, I've been wanting to change my avatar, but I don't know what to change it to. Hmm. So if anyone has any suggestions in the chat, or if you come up with any Felipe, let me know. Because it's been like that for like a long time. Yeah, I, I thought, and I thought maybe one of me, of my of my face, un unadultered, um, could be interesting. What if you posted like a the kind of photo that would be on your LinkedIn, like wearing a a, a jacket or like a button down shirt and a tie or something like that? Yeah, that could I've be done kind that of funny, before. Right? It would be funny. I think he, it's it's this tricky situation where. The avatar has to match every type of tweet and like voice you do. Like it has to kind of work or be funny for it. And I worry that would be like too much, a, too directional if mm. I like had a thing where it was like a LinkedIn photo. You don't think that the the connection would be drawn in the head of the reader? Yeah. Also, the only LinkedIn photo I have is of me at Gartner when I first started and I look like I'm like 13. <laughs> I mean, I think that would be really funny. Okay. Hmm. Well, now you're making me double think. Double think. Do double think. Double think. <laughs> Bro, that's what they're making us do on Twitter. <laughs> they're making us do double speak and double anti-thought. Speak. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that could be funny. I don't want to do like me in sunglasses, like making a weird face because, you know, like everyone does that. Really? Who does that? Don't you think so? I guess so. I, I'm not 100% sure thinking about what you're saying, but, or like, I can't it's like a guy, a guy, and he's in like sunglasses, like Oakley's or something like that. And he's like, in, and it's, he's like too close to, his face is like too close to the camera or something like that. He looks mm. kind of like an outsider. I see what you Conservative mean. outsider in his truck making a video type guy. And I think every, a lot of people have a, a Twitter avi like that. I see. Felipe's mic is really quiet. Why didn't someone say that before? How about now? How about now? How about now? I'll say I'll say this. Oh, oh, it might be because you're. Uh, fuck this! I think this this panning problem is coming to bite me in the ace. You to me sound like one, your audio is coming from the computer. <gasps> oh no that that doesn't matter. Oh yes, mm, I under. Wait, does it? That doesn't matter to you because you're hearing yeah. me through. Let's see. All right, you're seeing the settings. You're seeing the settings come up. Microphone. <clears throat> One, two, three. Uh, how's that? Uh, yeah. That sounds You're like... You're coming through the mic now for me. Yeah, but it, my microphone is really quiet. How do I... I mean, it isn't quiet. I think you might... Hmm. <laughs> Just kind of vamp a little bit. Let me see if I can figure this out. Okay, cool. I'll show you on my suggested... Ooh. When I go into YouTube and I go now. to the top... Now I've downmixed it to mono. It's fixed. Nice. What were you going nice. to say? I was just going to read to the viewers what was the my YouTube 
suggestions when I go to the homepage of YouTube. Yeah, please. A little peek into me. Please, you know? please. Okay, one is called Stray Cat View, and this and it's by Video Game Donkey. That's the first video. Yes. He posted a new video six days ago. It's video true. Game Donkey is like a funny video game reviewer. It's a, it's, it's that game where you play a cat. <clears throat> oh, I, oh, I straight yes, 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 yes. I showed you the trailer for that. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it looks really beautiful, but then like the kind of plot of it looks a little um, childish well, to me. <clears throat> you're a cat, which is an interesting concept. But then they're like, you're in like, and you're in like cyberpunk Tokyo. And I'm like, just stay with the cat thing. Why is everyone a robot? Yes, I agree. I don't get that. I agree. Yeah, the world is uninteresting, but the concept was kind of cool. That um, you're a cat. Of you, of you being a cat. And you like walking around and doing all these kind of kinetic things that cats do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, what world would you have wanted it to be in? I don't know. Ridgewood. Ridgewood, yeah. You can go to Super Pollo, <laughs> but get, but get a margarita. But it's steampunk Ridgewood. <laughs> steampunk Ridgewood. <laughs> it's like the Dominican guys uh, wouldn't with the be big any speakers. different than how it is now. That's right. <laughs> well, the Dominican guys with the big speakers on top, but they're run by steam. <laughs> yeah, I'd want it to be in like. Alexandria, Virginia. Mm, <laughs> it's yeah. just like it's just like big fat suburban roads and like nothing. <laughs> you know, just like in like one one unit, one family houses yeah. and it takes a really long time to get anywhere. Can't cross this like the hardest thing is to cross the street, you just get made to roadkill, keep <laughs> yeah, losing exactly. level one over and over. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um so the next video is a galactic star cruiser white noise hacking sleep or you study like white, with Sam. You like to have white noise while you work. I like white noise often while I write. Um, I because if you... <laughs> often what I hear in the mornings is when I'm trying to like work through some sort of like script idea or something like that, I'll hear in the other room Felipe going, Hey! Hi! Come on! And he's like, recording little voices in his room or something it's either that or he's talking to one of his parents at volume 10 in spanish um you sounded just like marge simpson when you did the impression of me hi yeah that's true hi hello hello please come over here um yeah but it's cute felipe sort of like sort of adopts the sort of um, behaviors of like a mad genius when he's like creating his work where he'll like pace around the apartment and then and like do voices and then like scribble in his journal and it's like uh it's like a tv show idea of what a guy going through a creative <laughs> process is like <laughs> um and then i have uh stavros halkius stand up live he's talking about elon musk in this okay um and it's funny how Stav's like now just like a like a family name comedian. Yeah, that's what he's uh, trying to do. I think he's trying to he's be trying like to a do. barstool kind of guy, like guys that like sports like him. Yes, yes. And doesn't he have a sports podcast now? He does. Or he did for uh, a, while, a while. Yeah. There is a whole like genre of guy who does comedy but is really into sports. True. Um, that is a genre of guy. What do you think about that? See, I don't I, I don't like it because I don't know anything about sports. Me neither. Me neither. Um, but it made me... 
I don't know. It's just like it's like comedy isn't enough of a distinction to make you like a type of guy. Like within comedy, there's like the whole spectrum of people who are like jocks, you know, like nerds, uh, people who are like punks. And those are the only three. (laughs) But yeah, the the point is, is that if you meet a guy who does comedy, like out in the world, any, any random person in America who does comedy, a guy, they're not you're not going to have a connection with them immediately right. because comedy has so many subgenres that you're basically you're still meeting a stranger who you have nothing to connect You can be with. any type of guy and still be a comedian. Yes. I can't yes. think of any type of guy that you would be that you couldn't also be a comedian. <clears throat> Quiet guy. It used it used to be that just the guys who who like couldn't make the lacrosse team and like could, didn't have oh, friends. So they true. were the ones who were comedians. So true the guys who got bullied, the guys who were the who were depressed. Yep. Yep. And now the hot, the hot, the jocks are doing comedy. Oh. Oh, I can't stand it. I hate that. Those guys already me. have the looks. Leave the comedy to us. <laughs> the nerds. Me and you, Sam. The me ugly, you, yes. the ugly <laughs> motherfuckers. Uh, and then, okay, so then I have an SNL s- sketch. Which one? It's called Dream Home Cousin SNL. Who's in it? It'd be funny. We should watch an SNL sketch and then talk about it. Um, yeah. But what if we have something bad to say about it? <gasps> no. Bro. <laughs> we could, what if uh, we don't like don't it? Wouldn't, wouldn't our listeners love if Felipe and Sam brought their, yes. brought their genius <laughs> talent to review an SNL Absolutely. Sketch? I mean, just tell me a good sketch to watch. Uh, the first one when I look up SNL is called Cigarette Show and Natasha Leone and Chloe Feynman are in it Natasha Leone so I was sucking a dick the other that's day the, wait, that's, and, that's, such uh, a fun, that's the video Natalie Palomita's doing an yes, impression yes, it's so yeah. funny maybe I can find it and just show it on the stream wait let me see I want to find that it's so funny yeah. It seems like to me it's mostly what YouTube is suggesting is clips from video games or things related to video games, comedy stuff. And then a third thing, which is like basketball highlights mostly. I'm kind of interested about seeing a Johnny Depp and Amber Heard trial cold open. Okay. Yeah. Let's see that. Because that's uh, current. You know what I'm saying? Or, well, I mean, it isn't anymore now that shit is over, but it's like uh, current events. Yeah. That's why I'm interested yeah. in seeing that. Watching the video. I just got to set up the... Okay, let's see. Let's see where they land on this issue, right? Because this was sort of a contested territory. This was interesting because I don't really know enough enough about this news item to really probably understand what the sketch is going to be about. So I'm going to be learning about it through the the lampooning of it. Mm-hmm. I kind of agree. I know some details. I think what I know about it is that more or less, it seems to me like Johnny Depp's legal team 
or maybe he got a publicist, did some sort of dark money campaign to get people really on his side and got videos that were like Johnny Depp owning Amber Heard. He got, he got these videos to like go to the very top of the, of the YouTube um, suggestions. And he had like an army of people defending him, even though it seems Damn. quite clear that he was extremely abusive in the relationship. Um, Interesting. And it has now sort of, I mean, he, I guess he won the, the defamation trial, but everyone keeps saying soon the story's going to flip. We're going to realize we fucked up and that um, Amber Heard was really the victim here. Mm. But if you went on, if you looked up Johnny Depp on Twitter, everyone was like saying extremely cruel stuff about Amber Heard. Like unbelievably, like uh, just a thing where it's like, I can't believe you care about this celebrity enough to say such a cruel, awful thing. Hmm. Hmm. And he paid for bots to say that? Well, it seems to me like there was kind of a bot campaign, but it seems that a lot of people genuinely were real people who were invested in this. But I think the dynamics of the internet made it the the basically like by getting these trends, these topics trending, and by getting these videos trending, and by like m controlling the narrative, he got a lot of people very invested in it, um, who were willing to not being bots, just being regular people who were willing to like come out and defend him. Yeah. Yeah. He lost in the okay. UK and won in the US. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay, so let's watch the sketch to find out where SNL falls on this issue. Oh, wait, how can you see it? I'm going to watch it on the Twitch, so I'll be a couple seconds behind you. Okay, but. okay. MSNBC News Special Report. Nicole Wallace, and you're watching MSNBC News because you have nowhere else to place your anger. Tonight, political... This is, uh, what's her face? Um, oh, what's, this, what's this comedian's name? Kate McKinnon. Kate McKinnon, that's right. And she says, you have nowhere else to place your anger. That's kind of funny. I just... Felipe, I'm a couple seconds behind you, just so you know. So. No, I know. That's why I give you that okay. little moment of silence. Oh, okay. MSNBC, because you have nowhere else to place your anger. My parents watch a lot of MSNBC, but I guess it's like, you know, it's just on. Mm. I don't know if they're They've made her look horrible in this. Well, they've made her. You think they've made her look horrible? <laughs> Maybe I should take that back. Yeah, I think she looks just fine. <laughs> she looks fine. She looks fine. <laughs> <laughs> but mm. she doesn't look like herself. They've, she's like shiny. I can f see myself reflected in her face. Mm. And I yeah. don't think she has a lot of makeup on. I'm not sure. Well, well let's, let's the more I talk the about this, the more, on the content, this, the more Sam, okay? people don't not like on her me, appearance. So. <laughs> yeah, totally. Okay. I don't even, and Kay's saying she doesn't look like Nicole Wallace at all. I don't even know who Nicole Wallace is, so I have nothing to compare this to. Fallout from the recent January 6th subpoenas, updates on the Russian helicopter taken down by Ukraine, plus a nationwide shortage of baby formula. But we start, of course, with the Johnny Depp Amber Heard cuckoo trial. <laughs> Look, I know it's not the most pertinent story of the moment, but with all the problems in the world, isn't it nice to have a news story we can all collectively watch and say, ooh, glad it ain't me. That's kind of... Well, I'll let you, I'll let you catch up. All right, yeah. Uh, um, 
you know, I, I don't, I don't really know what, what we're trying to do with this video, whether we're trying to break it down joke by joke, but I was thinking, you know, she goes, uh, oh, there's the Russian helicopter, baby, baby food shortage, da, da, da. And then the Amber Heard Johnny Depp trial. And I think, well, that's the joke, right? It's like important stuff and then not important things. But then she adds yes. a thing where she's like, she adds kind of an explanation of what, what's funny. You know what I'm saying? Yes. As if, as like, as if you didn't get it. Yeah. But you know, it is the cold open. You got to get people in through the door. Just be clear. Be really over the top about it. They just put their kids to bed. They're screaming yeah. children to bed. So they they need a little, a slow ramp up in the mm -hmm. comedy, I think. Yeah, I think that's right. I thought so. We take you now to live coverage. Mr. Depp, earlier in this trial, you mentioned that Miss Heard left fecal matter in your bed. That is correct. Yes. And how did that make you feel? I felt very, very sad. Objection. Your Honor, we've been through this. There's no actual proof that this ever happened. Sustained. Where are you going with this, Counselor? Well, Your Honor, we've recently found surveillance footage of the House staff discovering the alleged fecal matter on Mr. Depp's bed. Oh. Word? Objection! That still wouldn't prove my client is guilty of anything. That's true, but I'll allow it. Because it does sound fun, and this trial is for fun. <laughs> what? I like that. Wait, I'll let you get to it. That's funny, yeah. I think that is funny. I think Kyle Mooney's being funny. Kyle Mooney has that quality of he's always Kyle Mooney in whatever sketch he's doing. But he's doing you know? that little smile, which I think is kind of... Is that Johnny Depp He's. I think that Johnny Depp is really like playing for the cameras and being charming. So I think he's like doing that smile. And then I like that joke. This trial is for fun. Yeah. I think that's a funny joke. Damn, these people at SNL, they know what they're doing. Yeah. They know what you they're know, doing. It's like throw all the hate you want, but they're, they're skilled. They're craftspeople. No, of course. Of course. Of course. It's just the ideology behind what it what SNL does. That's the that's the darkness. That's right. And you know, there are duds. There are duds. Of course, there but are duds. duds. Bros, you're gonna say we Simple got Town some, don't got some duds. We got some duds. Bros. If you want to see a dud, go to go to, go to Comedy Central and type in oh, Finance right. Family, Finance family, family Bunker. Bunker. <laughs> I mean, a wonderful, a wonderful, a wonderful piece. But you know. It's, it's yeah, it. animated beautifully and some great visual jokes. That's but. true. Let's keep going. Thank you, Your Honor. Uh, Mr. Depp, can you tell us who that is? Well, that's my property manager, Leonard Green. I guess he's doing a routine check around the house. Yeah, man. You know she cut that joker's finger off, right? <laughs> if I'm lying, I'm flying. Uh, hold on a second. <laughs> Damn! It smell like boo boo in here. Coming from his bed. So funny. Oh hell no! That's a boo boo. And there you have it. They found the dookie. Objection, Your Honor. That is pure speculation. Overruled. I'd like to see more of this video. <laughs> Why? Because it's funny. Uh, that I, okay, I'll let you get to that.
Mm. Hmm. I like when I she got, got to it. I like when she goes. I'd like to see more of this video. I didn't like what she said because it's funny. I understood that she was doing a frivolous thing. Yeah. And yep. I I wanted it to be like I wanted to connect the dots. But look, I'm I'm really quibbling here because I think this is pretty funny so far. Yeah. No, I think it's funny too. I think it's funny too. I don't even know if this even happened or anything remotely like this happened at the trial. I think so, they said that. So for me, it's just a bed. purely speculative sketch at this point. <laughs> someone who's found Dookie in a bedroom. <laughs> no, dude, I think all this stuff is based on some amount of reality. Keenan Thompson has that quality of someone who's like genuinely like laughing at himself or being funny. You know what I'm saying? Like performing yeah. you got a little smile on you and he's been doing it for yeah. how long 45 years does, yeah years. and he does not look tired of it no he's have, have you seen good burger not no i think i've seen bits of it and i saw the uh, sketch on it was on all that right uh yeah i only saw the movie so because uh, you weren't allowed to watch tv growing yeah. up yeah yeah but i've seen good burger like 40 times oh no it wasn't all that or was it the keenan and kel show no, the, I mean, it's those people, but they made a movie. It's a proper movie. It's not a TV show. I know, but it was based on a sketch. Oh, really? It was based on a sketch that was either on the on All That, which was a, a show on Nickelodeon, a sketch show for kids, or it was on Kenan and Kel, which I think was all, was a sketch show that Kenan Thompson had with this guy named Kel, whose last name I don't know. He's good at... He's so brilliant, and, and he plays the like straight person in the sketch, to use a, a, a kind of antiquated sure. sketch comedy term. He plays the voice of reason. The voice of reason. But yeah, he does such a good job. We should watch it. We should watch it. We right should now. watch it. <laughs> On the stream. Kyle says, Kyle says, you guys should play the duds. Would it be crazy if we played a finance, finance family, family bunker? Finance um, Or think- is it too raw still? Let's wait on that. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't know what kinds of feelings will come up for me. Totally, totally. You won't. We're not that skilled podcasters yeah. yet that we can pass off like all the pain into comedy. Yeah, that quickly. Yeah. I'm trying to think. I also, you know, it's like it's tough because I, 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 I want to limit how you know. It's like I don't, I don't want to be negative about my own work. Not that That's I would true. be because I think yes. it's great. You yes. know, I think it's a great piece, but. If if there were anything that I didn't like, I wouldn't want to be broadcasting it because I just think you know, it's not the move to be so negative about your own work. Do you think there's something winning though about like going to the world and being like, oh, this is a dud? I think it depends what context because you don't want to be like so self-deprecating or or something about, about something that people are like, oh, just shut up and be yeah. thankful that you got this thing. No, you know true. what I mean? And bro, I mean, I'm always talking about how much I, you know, don't like this podcast, don't yeah, like shit we that's do. that's true. That's do you true. think that comes off as winning? No. <laughs> well. No, I think it does. I think it does. Okay. I think it's funny to be self-deprecating about the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, there's a fine line. Yeah, let me think about that, because it would be kind of funny to watch Finance Family. Should we just do it? I'm a little nervous. It would be funny to do it with Sarah, because she's sort of like an external viewer, so yes. she could be like, and she could kind of, as a woman, she could sort of help us feel our feelings and it's DJ true, them and true. digest them for us. That's right. <laughs> uh, Marissa's saying that Keenan and Kel wasn't sketch, and I, you're right. Well, it was a sitcom, right? Okay. 
let's uh let's let's get to the end of this because there's probably like six or seven <laughs> minutes of this yeah. cold open. Well, you know what's interesting too? These kinds of sketches on SNL, they don't sort of have a game. They have kind of many games. Yeah. Because they're trying to hit hit, different hit a news item. So they're trying, they're to, trying hit to hit a new- parts of it. Yes. Yes. So oftentimes you'll see if you're a new recent viewer to SNL or sketch comedy, <laughs> each character has their own individual game that's funny in and of itself. And then you drop them into the world of a news item and you just let the characters play with each and other. And you just let, let, let them run loose. Okay. Let's watch. And if you spot, if you spot a game, um, <laughs> Post it in the chat. Uh-huh. If you spot any games in the image, make sure to post them. I'm getting a phone call here at my landline. Hold on. All right, got picked up. That's good. My parents are well trained. One ring only. <laughs> One Boom. ring only. You ever been in a house where they just let the phone ring? Yes, that was my household. But You guys um, just let the damn phone ring? Yeah, no one. It was like that tentative moment between cell phones and landlines, and and like the only people who were calling were like my dad or someone who wanted to sell us something. That's true. Yeah. Um. Well, now, now absolutely no one calls the landline. Why do you even have it? But with my cousins, I remember it was hard to get. We could you would call their house and they wouldn't pick up, and then I'd be at their house and watch them not pick up calls, and it would drive me crazy because not only was the phone ringing and it was grating. But also, I was like, motherfuckers, I know what it's like to try to call you guys, and everyone's in the house. No one's picking it up. And you guys, yeah. are, you guys are bearing this. Like, you guys are okay <laughs> with this grating sound. You know what I'm saying? But conversely, though, I think you have a phone culture where you pick up everything. And I, I sometimes find that grating where I'm like, that's too much, you know? Oh, like I pick up the phone in front of you guys? Yeah, like we'll be at a meeting and someone will be calling you and be like, so sorry, I, I have to take this. Yeah. And I'm like, no, you don't. We're at a meet. We're in a meeting right uh, now. Well, this is good um, for me to have. <laughs> that's okay. My dad, when my my sister's friends would try and call my sister on the landline to like do playdates and stuff, he'd answer and he'd be like, uh, "Swanson's tools and accessories." <laughs> he sounds just like Dan Licata. <laughs> <laughs> He's like Fred's meatpacking, and he and uh, the, they'd be like a sixth grade girl would be on the other side, like, uh. Is Lily there? <laughs> uh, Lily's not here uh, right now. <laughs> One, my dad would always be doing characters, and the day it stopped for him was like, or, or where it went too far was he was at this like Russian grocery grocery store, and he like tried to or like go to the cash register, and he's like, uh, the, uh sorry, um, I have, and he like in broken English was like taking out. Um, money, and then the guy behind the counter like gave him a discount because he he thought my dad was like this like destitute guy. And then your dad we was like, like, "This is not funny anymore." He's like, "That's not funny," because because my dad was like a rich dude. That's interesting <laughs> that that's where he drew the line, not on like deceiving people or making them be in a strange position. Yes. Yeah. He was just like, yeah, that's not good. I can't get a discount like that. But he also, my dad was really fat and he had a big beard and he wore like really like kind of schlubby clothing. So he looked like he could be from a lot of different places. Really? Or Every he, time he I saw him, he was wearing like a button down shirt and like a nice watch. Am I wrong about this? I guess I just saw him. No, he never wore, 
He never wore a nice watch. And yes, he you were right about the button down because that's probably because he was in New York for like some sort of business or I something see. like that. If anything, I've always thought Sam's dad had a kind of way of dressing that I wanted to have because he was like, "Oh, cool! Yeah. All right, that's cool. But that's cool. Maybe I didn't see him when he was kind of out in the wild. <laughs> out in the wild, yeah. He liked wearing clogs and the same like pair of pants all day. Mm. Well, let's finish the sketch. Yeah. Hey, Tasha! Damn, I hate this job. Why are you yelling my name like you crazy? Look at this. Ew, hell nah. Why ain't you just go in the toilet? I didn't do this. <laughs> well, who did it then? I don't know. Maybe the dog? Nah, 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 nah. That mess ain't come out of no dog. That came out of a dehydrated adult. <laughs> Maybe the wife did it. Now, why was she boo-boo in her own bed? Well, remember, she already cut the boy finger off. You can see she's reading. told me, if a girl yeah. cut your finger off, she will boo-boo in your bed. <laughs> no, now, why are you taking a picture of it? Cause it looked just like the emoji. Man, what is wrong with white people? I don't know, but you need to clean this up before Mr. Johnny get back. Oh, no, that ain't my damn job. I am a landscaper. Well, ain't this fertilizer? Mm-mm. Uh, Sophia! Sophia! Objection, Your Honor, how much of this video do we have to watch? We don't have to watch any of it. But we want to, so hush. <laughs> now, who's this Sophia person? Oh, she's my cleaning lady. <laughs> Mr. Depp, are you finding this trial amusing? A little. Yes. <laughs> so am I. You're bad, Captain Jack. Hola, como estas? What's up, your senor? It's Boo Boo, Sophia. It's exactamente como el emoji. See? I told you. Sophia, you gotta clean this up, okay? Hey, no, 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 no. Yes, 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 yes. Man, y'all seen somebody do a dangling on the walls with blood? I hate this damn job so much. Wait, what's that smell? Oh! <laughs> so you really did it, man. You finally quitting. <laughs> I didn't do this. It was the wife. And you gotta clean it up, Jamal. Oh, hell no. I just do the laundry. Yeah, and... It's a kind of interesting sub-game in... Oh, wait, I'll let you get to it. Yeah. This is so bizarre because this is like they've kind of we've kind of used the Johnny Depp world to enter into this world. Into a new world. sketch. And it's all the it's like all the POC in Johnny Depp's life. Yes. Yes. And they're all workers um in for Johnny Depp in some way, like do doing chores around his house. So they're landscapers. And they're <clears throat> Yeah, it's it's so that's so funny how we've kind of snuck in this new concept into. It's a little bore. It's a little Borhan. Yes, exactly. We might follow one of these characters home, and then the sketch becomes about them. That I like that. Now yeah. I start watching SNL. That's what that. Now was. that's some alt. That's some and alt that's laundry, bro. Damn, I hate this job. Okay, I think I've seen enough. This trial has given me a lot to consider. On one hand, I believe Mr. Depp's story, but on the other hand, your constant little smirk lets me know that this is not the first woman you've made so mad that she pooped in your bed. I guess I have been known to be a full nightmare. Yeah, right, okay. Either way, I'm just so glad this ain't me. And live from New York, it's Saturday night! All right, 
the sketch lost me at the end. You know, I was with it yeah. the whole time, and then at the end I said, this is losing steam. Oh, I guess you're still watching. I'll let you get to it. I'll be watching it for another five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I just yeah. thought it lost a lot of steam and ultimately didn't say very much. Yeah, it's true. Well, it was just funny, and th- there's not a prerogative for SNL to say much, is there, right? I guess not, but in terms I, I was of- surprised we, we didn't see the woman, the, uh, Amber Heard. Kate. Amber Heard. <laughs> yeah, it's true. You know, I don't I don't think SNL I don't think anyone has to say anything, but I think the sketch would have been funnier if it had I guess it did say this trial is frivolous, but it didn't have that yeah. it didn't have that bit of teeth that's like it's frivolous at the expense of X, Y, and Z. It was like it is simply frivolous, but it wasn't giving the the bit of painful truth of like and people are being hurt by it or Amber Heard is the victim of this trial, or I mean, it it wouldn't even need to say that much. It was just saying yeah. this trial is frivolous. That's all, but it didn't have the second thing. What maybe what I would I, what I would have done, and maybe this is level one, Please. and the why I don't write for SNL is, I would have had interesting, important news items keep like interrupting the the trial, and then they're like kind of pushed aside to go back to what was the like uninteresting about the trial you know Bro, what i mean what if like not only were interesting news items like on a ticker but also like they were happening in the courtroom like imagine if uh someone had like lit themselves on fire outside the courtroom to protest something or like terrorists came into the courtroom so the the news items were happening in the courtroom and everyone was like, no, we have to keep this going. And then the terrorists become entranced by the trial as well. You see what I'm saying? Mm. Like you actually dramatize the, the, the news events. Ha- like a meteor falls in the courtroom and then everyone's like, we have to keep it going. I mean, obviously you couldn't do that in the sketch because it's a little, you know, production-wise complicated, but that could have been an interesting yeah. way to play that idea out. It would have been interesting though, but it would have been kind of hard. I think that that would bring up some production issues. Or, like, it would have been hard to, like, have a terrorist thing happen and then they, like, sit down and watch the trial or, like, a meteor happen, you know? Yeah, maybe. You're right. No, it's true. I mean, that's why I don't write for SNL. <laughs> that's more of a cartoon idea, Felipe. Yeah. Which is why you make beautiful cartoons. It's true. I wish there was an SNL for cartoons. Yeah. I'm trying to think what that would be. <clears throat> Not really. I mean, I guess The Simpsons in terms of a long-running show, but... It's not. Yeah. South Park had that kind of like day of quality. True. What? It'd be kind of cool to write for South Park, but now they're doing these big long episodes, like multi-part episodes. They had one where Randy Marsh's dad is a Karen, and I thought, man, if if that ain't stripped from the headlines. <laughs> the, wait, so SNL still happening? What do you mean? I'm sorry. Uh, South Park is still happening. Yeah. They had they recently like this month had an episode where Randy Marsh's dad is a Karen. Are you watching it? No, no, I've just seen a lot of trailers for it online. Mm. Hmm. Did you ever watch that's it? So that's so freaky that it's still happening. I guess so. I like uh, people are still watching it. Yeah, it's weird. It's crazy to like have a thing that you place as a part of your childhood and then you can like turn on you can go into like HBO Max and then you find it and it's still occurring. Like none of the characters have aged with your age, you know? I never get people who like, 
I feel like I'll listen to one album from a band and then I'm done with that band. But like people really? really like stick with products for a long time. There's people who are like I love South Park. I loved it back in the '90s. I love it now, and it's like, well, it's a different show. It's it might as well be a different show. But they're like, right. I love it. I love to see what those kids are up to. It's like, but Carmen's like, Kimmy, 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 respect my authority. <laughs> yes. You're being Kimmy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, I love Eric Car. I do like Eric Cartman. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I, I find that way about I'm that way about television shows where I can see the first episode of it. And you're <laughs> like, done with it. I'm done, I'm done with this. We talked about that. It was funny when we started watching that show, like the the replace Severance, mm-hmm. which is like this high sci-fi premise thing that's like these people who work in this corporate world and like their brains have like have little chips in them. And I was just like I don't give a shit. About this. <laughs> I don't like, care. I they were really doing a thing where they were trying to like drop you in the middle of it and then you have to like figure out through context and clues like what the premise of the show is and what's going on. Yeah. And I just felt like like the way your dad when like dads or moms feel like when they're watching television when they're like just tell me what this is about. Yeah. Like I don't have time to fucking figure it out like a clue game. And that's how I knew I'm I've an adult and I'm not like a teenager anymore with like infinite time to like consume media. Um I was talking to a friend of ours and I was like, that show Severance I was kind of I I mean I literally watched bits of it while I cooked and you watched it. But he was like he was like, "No, nah, Severance rocks." And then I was just like, "Look, this was my impression. It's like everything was like Everything was like, what's the name of the main guy, the actor? I forget. I, I don't know. remember his name. Anyways, but it was like he enters a building that's all symmetrical to represent the drudgery of like the American corporation, and he parks in a parking lot where all the cars are lined up to represent the drudgery yes. of the American corporation, and he works in a room that's like all like this to represent the drudgery, and it's like, and the dialogue is all clipped and like this so that it's the drudgery of the American corporation, like. All of the he enters and oh, there's like lines on the floor that are like perfectly like windowless parallel. hallways. Windowless yes, ha- I'm like I I get it. It's dr- dr- working for a company is drudgery. Give me something new. And besides, right. And besides, that was that was what you did in the '90s back in the cubicle days. Now exactly. the true reality of work is that the true insidious reality of work is that it's fun. There's a ping pong table. Right. They try and make it fun for you. Right. Yes. So this idea that like work is, is dr- I mean, it is drudgery, but like I didn't find it aesthetically interesting to be like, what if, what if work was like a prison, like the prison it, cell exactly. bars of It's an job. old take. Yeah. It's an old take on how people feel about their jobs and what job, corporate jobs are like. The new thing is like people being toxically positive and having like a cold brew on tap and ping pong tables and shit like that. Yeah. And even that is like, we might even be past that. Yeah. The new thing is like is like working from home. Yeah. You know, or like working on your computer or like stuff like like all in your house all day and like that's what work has become. Mm-hmm. You're wearing you're wearing uh sweatpants. That's so funny. <laughs> uh, you get up, you stand up, 
and you see that he's in his boxers. <laughs> that is too true, dude. That is too true. Uh, yeah, that is. It do be like that, though. We're getting. Uh, it's almost like. So the case says it's almost like Apple, a huge corporation, produced the show. But go off. So true. No one at Apple, when they were watching it, they were like, we can't put the show out because it makes looking for a cor- working for a corporate, it makes working for a corporation look bad. And we're a corporation. It's going to make us look bad. Someone says, Cotbanger says, when the characters in animations that Felipe has voiced do something like suck in air or breathe exhaustively through their nose, like the big silly palooka guy, it really makes me laugh. Interesting. Unrelated to anything that we were talking about. <laughs> But a compliment nonetheless. I did so these, I, we'll take it. I did these animations for um, Netflix, doxing myself. And uh, <clears throat> I had a lot of that, you know, characters talking and going like this, like tisking with their tongue. And yeah. the people who were the like producers were like, every time there was a tisk sound, they were like, gross mouth sound, gross mouth sound, take out, take out, take out. What? Yeah, they didn't. They're so stupid. It was strange. And I was like, no, this that's part of the performance is someone going, yeah, I don't know. And they were like, take out the gross mouth sound. I took them all out. I mean, sometimes there are sm- mouth sounds that are like like a, like a smacking yeah. of the tongue or whatever. But sometimes it was like, no, no, no this is part of the performance. It made me take them all out. Isn't that interesting? That's, you know, when you, an- when you animate the character doing that thing with the mouth, you know, or like you honor each one of those sounds with like an animated action, people love it. Yeah. They go crazy for it because it's like nat- you're seeing naturalistic talking rendered in drawing mm-hmm. tell them but you know what <clears throat> it they is paying, they were paying me is. a handsome check so i said a whatever you like fee of a hero's wage that's right <laughs> animate those. they should pay you a hero's wage <laughs> <clears throat> yeah oh we didn't talk about the rehearsal and the discourse around the rehearsal is it manipulative is it is oh yeah is nathan fielder hot yeah. is it is it not interesting to find Nathan Fielder hot? Is it, is it level one? You know, Will and I were watching, we watched another Nathan Fielder, like Nathan Fielder, old Nathan Fielder last night, the one where they, the gas station rebate, where they have to hike up the mountain to get the rebate funny for the episode. gas station. Very funny. Um, and in it, Nathan's so like over the top and extra in his performance compared to how he is in like later Nathan for you and also in the rehearsal where I thought, Oh, you really can see how this guy has aged into a, into a kind of really understated kind of comedy where he like in the rehearsal, people do crazy shit and he's kind of like, uh, okay. I mean, is that, so you, you do that like tomorrow, you know, like he's a, he just like prods the people enough so that they, walk into the craziness of their own personality uh-huh. and he recedes to the background whereas in the early nathan for use he's like really doing he's like trying to do jokes and i thought that was interesting like to see how he's like aged into this like wiser more subtler form do you like the himself. subtler better or the more jokes better i think i like the subtler better that's good like he's doing bits like there's one in the gas station rebate where he He's trying to get, as a side game, he's trying to get a cartoonist to draw, like, offensive... I remember um, that sketch. That cartoons. Episode. Yeah. Um, what are they called? Caricatures of people. 
And then in the end, he asks the the caricature artist to draw one of him. And then he does one where it's like him and his grandpa's in heaven. And then this hummingbird is looking at his grandpa's penis and being like, you have a small little penis. And Nathan goes, he, he looks at it and he pretends to be angry. He's like, well, I don't really like this. Um, you know, my grandpa was like a war hero and this would never really have happened. And it's just, he's dead now. And I, this kind of rubs me the wrong way. And then he gets up and leaves. And you understand... It, it makes an awkward situation for the cartoonist, but Nathan's doing a bit. He's not really mad. And in later episodes of Nathan for You and in the rehearsal, he's really just being himself. He would never do a bit like that where he's pretending or like faking an emotion. Interesting. And I just thought that was like an interesting mark of like the passage of time. Now he's like changed in his comedy. Interesting. I think I've become subtler. You think so? Eh, no, not really. Lately in the last... Co- and I'm changing the subject a little bit, but we can come back to it. But like lately in the last couple performances we've done, I've felt like I'm being really big. In a way big. where I'm like, I should try to be smaller or something. Or it makes me think, I don't know what this character is that I'm performing, so I'm performing it big. Mm. Yeah. I think I'm a little lost with the ethics exam sketch we do. Me too. Maybe we just... Or like a... We just kind of start yelling yeah. and saying it louder and louder. Yeah, and I'm like, that's I don't really know if that's funny. I I was it's a thought I had when you were in Chicago and then I had it again when we did the nudist show where I was like, We need to write some sketches where the premise is not like a durational thing. Yeah. Where we're like doing something over and over again. Yeah. Uh for for laughs. Like there's gotta be a heightening where where it's heightened in like a new direction or like it, there's a concept tightening rather than just like doing the th- same thing but like louder and for longer um because i think we have too many of those and then and back to back it's just like we have all these sketches we're like and we'll just see how long that plays out and when they stop laughing we'll go to the next sketch and it's too that's too much yeah yeah i had a friend who went to the <clears throat> clown school in france and he had this term where he said that a thing that they said a lot as a kind of critique term in the, was a uh, ball busting. It's like you're busting my balls, and it's it's kind of that. It's when someone's performing and they're like doing a durational thing, and it's like not really getting laughs, but they're like, "I'm gonna get I'm gonna get laughs from you yet." And it's like, and he was like, "You're busting my balls." That's what he would say, and I thought that was yes. interesting. I'm like, I think sometimes we do bust balls a little bit. I think so too, and I don't want you don't want to be busting balls. You want to be holding them gently in your hand, mm-hmm. and like. Tickling them. Tickling and moving them around like, like a <laughs> pair of dice. Yeah. Like contact uh, juggling. You ever seen contact juggling? Yes. Like, like contact con- juggling. Yeah. Just torsioning the testicles over and over. Just getting the like, just getting a nice spiral. You ever do that? You ever grab your testicles, torsion them until they're spiral and let them go and they go, they like spin back around? Every day. Every day. It's kind of fun. When I wake up. I have it do it before my cup of coffee. It's your and it's I do your it before I uh, something big like a job interview or something like that. <laughs> we saw a guy at the nudist colony who had the biggest balls in the world. He did, and they were really low. They were like halfway really down his low. thighs. Wait, you saw the yes. guy, or are you describing? I saw I, the guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Him. He looked like a character in a Safdie Brothers film. He did. He did, and I thought. Are those balls? Because you know that guy on the internet who puts 
pumps his balls full of silicone so that uh, they're yes, like yes, yes. really huge oh, and round. If I could I thought, be him. Is this guy doing that? Because those balls are so huge. They're like from a horse. Yeah. And yeah, does is anyone like proud of having big balls? Is that a thing? Like, I got big balls. Is that a kind of mark of masculinity? It'd be cool. It'd be cool to have them for sure. You think so? Yeah, I think so. I don't know about that. I think when I'm watching porn and someone has big balls, it kind of like turns me on, or like I'm like I'm interested in that. Interesting. You'd think that. It's so strange that we have the balls. Like you'd think that evolution would have figured out a way to kind of like put them inside the body. Right. But the precisely they can't be there because it's, it's too hot in there, right? For making sperm. That's why they're outside the oh, body. Oh, is that the reason? I think so. Why couldn't just the nature make it so that sperm could just be a little hotter? I know. It comes out lava. <laughs> <laughs> Piping hot. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the cheese with like cheese maker at Taco Bell, you know. <laughs> um, yeah. No, I agree. They're, it's not ideal. And and they do go they can go up into the body. If you if you're a owner of balls, you know that they they can go up yeah, into the body. Yeah, but not so much that it's like they're gone. No, uh for me it's like they're gone sometimes. Really? Yeah, sometimes you, you ever go into the ocean and then sometimes you feel down and and just one is there and the other one's like uh-huh. completely gone or okay. I don't think so. You know, I mean, I just I think we're now down. Yeah. No, this is the pitfalls rarely, of not ha- of having Sarah not be on the podcast. Yes, yes. Well, I I rarely do this, but I now I'm going to say we're being parodies of ourselves and we can't be talking about this on the podcast. Finally, I found I'm, Sam's breaking point. Yes, exactly. Exactly. I found Sam's breaking point. This is what he won't talk about. <laughs> He'll talk about anything, but he will not talk about this. It's true. It, it can be like they were gone. I'm confirming for Marissa. Yes. There's a cavity. They There's can go a into. cavity that they can go into. See, the, I know girls that's are, the girls are interested in this. They're talking yeah. about this. There's a whole cavity that they can go into and there's other friends up there i was surprised too when they when they left because i was like where are they going like there's a whole part of my body that can fit but it's like why aren't they there all the time yeah exactly exactly anyways yeah marissa says it's fascinating to her but we lost three viewers so you know do you ever take your balls and you tuck them into your ass no, I haven't done that. Yeah, me neither. Um, but it's been done. I think it's been done. I don't. I don't have personally the length on mine to be able to do that. But <laughs> do you think I went on a date with someone and then she was like, "I don't want to go on a second date," but then I, uh, she followed me on Twitter. Do you think my tweets will make her change her mind? <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> I, I think you're like Twitter, your like internet presence is more like um incelly than you are. Mm-hmm. To, at least to me. Yeah. I'm like a fun loving across- guy. You're fun loving. I think I think you're like pretty easy to talk to, relatively well adjusted. You have like conversational empathy to a degree. I wouldn't say it's the best what? conversation. No! <laughs> but you can ask questions and also tell anecdotes and stuff like that and you know keep a when thing moving. When do I moving. not have conversational empathy? Um uh, when we're collaborating. But that's a different thing. 
You think so? That's right. Was I talking That's too about much winning. yesterday? <laughs> Was I talking too much yesterday? No, 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 no. Uh, you weren't. You weren't. I actually think you're you you are good at it and have gotten better. Um, but uh, that's right. Anyways. Walk it back. That's right. Walk it back. <laughs> no, 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 no. I think the thing where you don't have conversational empathy, and this is a cute winning quality, and we're all we all get like this, is when you are excited about yeah. something. Well, you know, and then you like have to tell people, and and all, especially for me too, because I live with you and I'm with you all day. Like to watch you tell the same anecdote to each yes. person as as we meet them throughout the day together is like, I'm like by the end, I'm like kind of at the end of my room. I am. Um, I am. Um, when I was on that date, I was like, you know, it was like first date. Person was kind of like holding back a little bit, and then at one point, I felt really consciously. I was like, I'm about, I'm gonna do one of my like little manic explanations. I was like, I'm gonna tell this person about some nerdy thing I like. <laughs> Let's see yeah. how it goes. I was like, well, because I was like, if she likes it, this is good. I was like, I gotta open yeah. myself up, and either she'll find it cute or she'll find it weird. And then I started talking about the Bible or whatever, or some interesting thing about from when I was reading the Old Testament that I was interested in, and I like went into full like eyes into the back of my head talking yeah your eyes roll back yeah. like a shark and you're like kind of shaking. yeah well i wasn't doing that but it's like i do this thing where i like look down and i'm trying to explain this thing and i was like maybe she'll think this is cute and i tried it out and then um i got halfway through and i didn't finish my point and then i was like wait but hold on let me ask you a question and then she didn't ask me to finish my point so i was like well she hasn't asked me to continue with the story therefore she was not interested in it yeah you know but yeah she's like can I go to that? <laughs> That's the question she asked. Most of the time I was asking her questions, but she wasn't asking me a lot of questions. So I was like, well, I'm going to, or she was, you know, but I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to go into my, I'm going to like do my, my moment of vulnerability. Yeah. Sometimes when people do that, I go, so why are you telling me about this? And that can come sometimes be a disarming question. When people are like uh, going into like a little, speech yeah they're like t they start talking about like an anecdote or something and it doesn't seem like related or something like that. i'm like so like what's you know it, maybe in a less um pointed way i'll ask but i'll be like so so what was so what's like the lesson from that or like why are you telling me that yeah you know and then they ha then they have to think for a moment about why and do people on dates sometimes it can work people on dates rock with that kind of thinking because sometimes people are like wait why are you getting on my case just telling you yeah, about a thing I I th I'm pretty comfortable, I think, getting into, like, people's personal stuff. Like, I ask a lot of questions, and often a lot of personal questions, like, pretty early on in dates. And some people jive with that, and then some people don't. Or, like, I remember my first date with my current girlfriend. She was like, oh, I really opened up to you in this way that I felt was, like, icky or, like, I didn't like. Or we, we were talking too seriously about stuff. And I think I can go sort of, like, inquisitive, sort of serious, What was she saying? What was she mode. saying? Talking about her family and stuff like that. Like what stuff? <laughs> what was she saying about her family? Um. <laughs> no. Oh, it's funny. We we were um went out to a dinner with her brother. Okay. At one point, and I started talk, you know, doing this to her brother essentially, and he was playing along. Like he was like here's all the family baggage, here's my baggage, here's the history and stuff like that. And then at one point he went to the bathroom and my girlfriend was like, can we lighten the conversation a little bit? <laughs> this is like, like, this is too intense for me. And I was like, okay, okay, I'm sorry. And she's like, I was like, it seems like he's like down or he's going for it. And she's like, I know, but this is like bringing up a lot of stuff for me. Wow. So like, can we please just like lighten it? 
And I was like, oh, damn. Wow. This is a good example That's of like it not so working funny. or something. Um, we're, we're at time, I think. Not, to, not yeah. that I'm not interested in what you're saying, but we should call it. Sweet. All right. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Yeah. Thank you, everybody. Uh, uh, we'll see you next week. And Sarah will be here. Raisin Man Arena.